Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and motivational speaker. Today's show is going to be about continuing analog relationships in what now has to be a little digital gamified classroom. And with us, I have first time guest, uh, but we've been trying to nail down this for a while. Thomas Bernhauser? Hoyser. <laughs> I practiced gotcha. that and I still messed it up. But Thomas, great to have you on here. Can you give a brief introduction about where you teach, what you teach? Yeah, all that. Um, hi, everybody. The name's Thomas Bernhauser. Try that at home. Um, <laughs> yeah, I teach uh, at a German gymnasium, so uh, teaching grades 5 to uh, 12, or from in two years will be 5 to 13, teaching German and history and sometimes a bit of Latin. So that's what I do. That's a lot of hats, Thomas. That's a lot of hats you wear. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I'm also managing grades 7 to 9, but that's another thing. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, thank you so much for being here all the way from Germany. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and Thomas has joined in on Well Played. I'm not sorry. Thomas has joined in on XP Lab uh, probably starting, I don't know, six, seven months ago. And it's mm -hmm. been... Pretty awesome having you in there. You are just chock full of ideas and you share them out every week. So for anybody that's looking for a good chat to come to, definitely check out hashtag XPLAP and Thomas and I would be there and yeah. uh, just tons of good ideas shared. So today's topic is definitely relevant to what's currently going on. So when we have been shooting this, we're, we're in the midst of, and possibly just the beginning, that's the scary part, of this COVID-19 sort of scare. Uh, and because of that, schools kind of across the globe have sort of shut down and where they can switch to online instruction. Uh, and we thought, we have both of us have a unique situation. We have students where we've taken the time to build personal and meaningful relationships through gamification. Um, you know, kids are used to us giving them some badges, uh, building little challenges, and having us sort of pat them on the back, smiling there, encouraging them through those challenges. And now we lose all of that sort of personal connection as we or at least we fear losing that personal connection as we now have to transfer our games into the digital space uh thomas and i thought that that is the topic that we need to talk about today given what's going on um, and hopefully in the future people can listen to this and pull out some ideas to use for digital lessons you know in general but uh given what we got going on this seemed right right thomas yeah absolutely but I, I think that's, for, for kids, we, we build this relationship, we build this story, we build this world, they, they dive into, and they are so engaged with that, and suddenly, from one day to the other, this is all cut off, and I know that some of these kids are really devastated, they put so much effort, so much work in, 
the games there themselves. I had uh, one student who created a full shop for me where I can put all these item cards and, and sell them to the students with, with little palm trees and all that. And, and now this, this is standing there and nobody can use it because we can't reach it. It's in the classroom and we're outside, we're locked out. And I think for kids, this is uh, a terrible situation. I see, I have three kids of my own and they are locked in, literally, they're locked in, <laughs> can't go out. We can go out in a bit in the forest where nobody runs, but they can't see their friends, they can't see kindergarten, they can't see nobody. And this is a horrible situation for kids. Yeah, it's and definitely I, a different... Yep, sorry. No, it's all right. It's definitely a different situation. I've been quarantined here with my daughter and like I definitely talked to her the other day about you know I have never experienced this in my life you know a lot of times I think kids assume you know you've done this before and it's like oh, I've never done this and she's nine you know and we talked yeah. about how like she'll always have this in her life like this will be a memory this will be a moment this will be something she talks about uh in her life because hopefully we don't have another one for another like hundred some years like the spanish flu happened right like we yeah it's the hope uh so but I, this this you you said that your students right like from one day to the next we we were had this thriving game they're in this game we have these personal relationships we have kids that have worked really hard to level up and be better in our games and get cooler items in our games and, and understand those things. And then, poof, like most of my items don't matter now. You can't, you know, like you can't use these items in class and they don't exist. Uh, and that that has been interesting. Uh, I have had several students write me and ask about the game and is it going to like go online and what are we going to do online? How are we going to do it online? Some kids are really hopeful about going back to school soon. So they're like, can I work on some side quests? Because I have time now to work on side quests. Because sometimes kids don't have all the time in the world. So now, the, now they don't have sports. They don't have their plays and musicals. So they're like, hey, I can work on some side quests. And <laughs> there's like a piece of me that wants to totally capitalize on that and be like, yes. But I'm going to feel terrible if we don't end up going back this school year like I don't know if that's going to happen or not if we don't they're going to make all these side quests and I don't know what to do yeah with but, but what I did um well I, I I had like 48 hours to set up something because we on, on Friday we got told schools get closed Friday 1430 we were informed that schools will be closed and on Monday I knew I had to get, have something running and so I turned to uh, Classcraft. I heard about it several times. It's um, an online platform sure. which offers um, sort of a gamification uh, environment. The problem I saw is that it didn't completely fit my theme. It is, like I have in my classroom, a fantasy theme. But it's, uh, well, my theme is very dark. Yeah, you have this bad guy who's trying to destroy the whole world and uh, through the years they try to find out who he is and all that. And there everything is friendly and has nice colors and there's little griffins flying around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, how to connect that? 
And uh, so um, in, in my game, there's um, seven kingdoms. And yes, I read Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> there is seven kingdoms and they are defending against uh, this threat from the north. And so I said, Classcroft is the eighth kingdom. They're external and there's a plague running over those seven kingdoms and threatening all the people living in those seven kingdoms and all our hopes are now on this eighth kingdom and if they can't figure out how to defend the other seven against this great plague then we all won't return because there's nothing to return to and so i have these so you thomas you did a great job keeping it dark yeah, <laughs> I keep it dark. I can't go with all this. It's a noise. You definitely <laughs> kept it dark. I, yeah, but I, I think kids kids grab it. And there's one thing which is um, which I use to my advantage here because um, now I'm I'm gamifying five different classes from grade seven to grade eleven, and they're all all in the same world. And for the first time, they're really playing together. They are all working together on the same thing. All together have to save the world. <laughs> and um, they can't do this on their own. They can't, if, if one group fails, all the efforts from all the other groups um, will be pointless, will be meaningless. You have to find the cure, you have to find, you have to defend the eighth kingdom and all that. Each group has their own task. And um, there are quests which I could open for all. So, um, yeah, hopefully there will be... This This is not only a crisis. This might be a chance to to um, develop our games, to, to get a step further, to really connect students throughout this game. So they, they, they learn to, to connect over these, these classes. They, I don't know how it is over there, but here classes are very strictly separated you have the seventh you have the eighth you have the ninth and they don't even know each other they see each other each day but they don't know each other I yeah we have are... we have that um uh, i don't want to say a little bit we have that a lot of bit that kids don't really interact with kids in other classes in fact it's kind of a big deal when you find out who's like your teachers for the next year because it kind of means like mm, Thomas, we're not really friends anymore because we're not in the same class anymore. You know, I mean, it's like a, a like you, they, you don't go that far. They don't say that, but you almost feel that because you know you're not going to have the same experiences. You're not going to have the same inside jokes. So, like, it, these classes are very separated. Um, mm. So to now like be even more separated, uh, but but you and I and and the rest of us trying to figure out ways to connect and ways to make that still be in a uh, community is I yeah. think really important. Um, I also think too, you mentioned sort of the, I love the optimistic angle of this is an opera. This can be an opportunity for us to learn things and try new things. And maybe even on the other side of this, use some of these tools or this setup or this style. And I would encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you've made it this far, and if you haven't tried gamification yet, so if you're brand new, I'm even going to make the claim that this might be the perfect time to start a gamified class. Because if there's something gamification does, 
it definitely builds relationships because they're part of something. They feel a part of something. And as you just heard in Thomas's game, like there's also like a bigger purpose. I mean, game wise, there's a bigger purpose to what they're doing than just getting an education for kind of later in life. There's this like immediate, like we need to do this to defeat this boss or we need to do this to like overcome this obstacle or all our hopes rest on this eighth kingdom kind of thing, right? And if you're brand new to gamification, I think this would be a perfect time. You have kids that are already at home. Use that as part of your storyline. That they're already on an adventure. They've already left school. Like every day is an adventure for them now. So uh, I'm going to suggest go on to Wix, W-I-X. It's a free platform to make websites. And super simple. I can even tell you right now what you're going to have to do is change the background to, to fit something of your theme. Whatever you want to pick. If you want to pick that they're stranded on a deserted island, go find a like cool like cartoon drawing of like an island with like a palm tree and a shipwreck there and set that as your background. Then delete all the text boxes because you're not trying to sell a product or anything like that. And then you can insert a button. And when you insert that button, you have a choice of like what color you want the button to be. And just set the transparency to 100% transparent and you can't actually see the button anymore. But it's still there. You put that button over certain things. Put it over the the shipwreck. Put it over the cave. Put it over, right? And you can't see the button, but it's there. And then, like, set that to go to the next page. Like, over the ship, you click that, and then it takes them to another page where the background is a giant ship, right? So now they feel like they're exploring a little bit of this world you're creating. And then once they get to the ship, there could just be some text that you put there that, like, Here's a mission. Here's a mission for us to do. Find this, do this, and you can have them handed in on your Google Classroom or whatnot. But now the instruction a little bit has a little a little window dressing that makes it a little more fun, a little more exciting. They're still reading the thing you want them to read. They're still answering the questions you want them to answer. But like they they had to discover the ship and like in that storyline it can be collect so many of this and and you know like we earn this next thing. And you can just even put up front that like more of the world is going to get unlocked. So maybe that's all you've created is two pages, <laughs> the, the general shipwreck page and then the ship itself. Uh, but that's it. And then like, that's level one. That might be this week's worth of work. Right. And then next week you tell them to go out and adventure. And like, maybe you create two paths, maybe going back to the general scene, they could click into the jungle and explore the jungle. They could click the mountain and start hiking up the mountain. And those would just have two different pages, right? With a mountain page and a jungle page with some instructions of what to do there. Um, but that's it. Like right there, you have gamified and like use, you can use, um, Google Sheets to make like a leaderboard if you want to just make a simplified each team gets like a team point so it's not individual by student. Super simple. You could set that up right away. If you want to go with something super big and more complicated, uh, by all means, you can use my spreadsheet or other people's spreadsheets that have things broken up by teams and all these other things. But even just a simple one, if you're just getting started, I'd say now is even a great time to do it. Yeah, I think it's important to do it right now because, you know, I, I see my daughters and they are here and they 
well, they have no structure and they have no really reason to do anything because everything they like is out there and it's forbidden right now. That's true. <laughs> so I have outdoor kids and that's just the problem. And I see, I know my students and how long does it take them to play through all their games? And then it's over and they're still locked in. They have five weeks and on April 19th, there will be decided if schools will reopen or not. And until then, we're shut. And so they, they need some reason to get themselves up, to go to the desk, to start the computer and not go to whatever pages they might want to look at, but to, to do some actual work. And right now, I, I see teachers running out um, and just... just sheets, tables with with columns and rows, and there's numbers, do page this, do page that, do this, do that. Well, and when I see these, I fall asleep. They're not funny, they're not interesting, they're nothing. Yeah? Uh, but I, I pretty produce, I did the same, I, I made this this table, but then I put all these tasks and assignments into that story. So, for example, in, in one course, they start at a little cottage up in the mountains and they have to find the song of the seas to defend the islands. And now they are running down and they have several opportunities to, to use shortcuts, but these are challenges. So they could fall down the halfway the mountain and maybe break two or three bones, which, <laughs> which would mean losing a lot of health points. And, or they could go the long way around, so the, the faster ones, they can choose these difficult challenges, and those who are a bit reluctant to do so, they can go the long way. And I know from one of my students that he did both. He climbed down, then he climbed up the mountain again to go the, the long way, just um, to collect all the XP that was lying around there. Which is another, like, this is kind of a side note, so I don't want to make it take too much time. But that story in and of itself is just a great example of the, the power of gamification in general, in your class or on this digital space, there are those type of gamers that are explorers and they want to like, hey, I, cho I chose this path and I liked it, but I still kind of want to see the other path. So I'm going <laughs> I'm to go do it, even though I don't have to. I, I made it to the end. I beat the level. I did whatever I was supposed to do. Uh, that's such a neat, neat story to, to share. Um, and I couldn't agree more about the like, we got to be careful. Like, I don't know in Germany if you guys do this, but here we have these snow days sometimes when it snows and we can't like plow the streets soon enough, yeah, but, yeah. but you kind of know you're going to go back to school the next day. So a lot of times our snow day sort of homework is, is pretty boring. It's like, read these pages and we'll talk about it tomorrow because I'm going to see you tomorrow. And what I've seen is some teachers are just sort of doing snow day type homework like read this write this read this write this read this write this and it's like now imagine if you're in like five or six classes and they're all assigning read this write this read this write this that's insane <laughs> so uh i love this topic because i hope it's encouraging teachers to to truly understand this is a different situation and so trying to apply the old to the new 
And we're not saying this is going to be a lifetime of this. So this, we don't have to get into a philosophical debate about like whether or not this is good instruction or if this is going to break kids or not. We're talking about we're doing this for this period of time, this moment in history we're going to do this. And maybe from it, we're going to pull out some lessons that did work and we're going to learn some tools that did work. But this is for sure different than it's ever been and hopefully ever will be for my life. Uh, so... Let's do that. Let's do give ourselves permission to do it different. Yeah, and there's one thing, as I experienced with uh, with gamifying several classes in the same world, a thought that is always popping up in my mind is why can't we connect with different teachers teaching the same class, and they all come together in this one world, and so there's so many different opportunities to explore these worlds, and this is really drive student to, to work, to do things. I, get, I have uh, created a uh, Microsoft Teams uh, space for students to, um, to communicate. And uh, I get all these messages. When do we get more quests? Because I'm only a few steps ahead of them. Yeah, I've been here somehow. And I always get this, um, you, you didn't sign my assignments. Why not? I want more quests. Nice. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm working on that. That's awesome. But, but this is this is exactly what what gamification can do for you. They are excited. This is uh, I, I think it's uh, Nietzsche said that if you know the why, then the how doesn't matter. So um, if if you know why you're doing this, why you are to read all these pages, why you are to write all these texts. And this is, and the reason is good. For example, like you are going to save the world if you do this. Mm -hmm. Then students, they, they can embrace this. This is hard work, especially now that they're doing this all alone. This is very, very hard work. And this is tons of hard work. But this this can be enjoyable if, if we give this a purpose, if we give this a storyline. Um, a few uh, episodes back, you, you talked about theme. And mm -hmm. I think theme is very powerful here. This is exactly what's what's driving them through all this. And I think we can help them. We can we can be like a pillar they can lean on in this very very fast moving and threatening times. Yeah, and I think too to add to that, students. I mean, in general, gamers are known to be very social. Like you you like to be part of a game community and play online or or play I love to play board games because it brings people together I like to sit across the table and sort of laugh and joke my daughter and I played a game this afternoon and she said what she liked about that particular game we played which was El Dorado for anybody that wants to know uh is she said she likes that interaction it's a race where you're trying to discover the lost city of El Dorado for its treasures and there's those moments of, oh, like I didn't get the card I want. And she's, she likes those moments, right? Because gaming is social. And what we have to remember is when we switch to this online platform for a bunch of kids that didn't sign up for an online education, they're missing that social. They're missing that moment of being together. Uh, even if you lead the most like well-behaved class, even if no one ever is talking out of turn, there's still something about being in a shared space together. 
And right now they don't feel that shared space. I know people are using tools like Zoom meeting. Uh, that's a really good one uh, to, to be able to get you know, see all your students. And, and I think that's powerful. But I think what Thomas and I are talking about is designing possibly individual lessons, but that connect to that larger community, that they feel like they're doing work for the game, for their team, for their tribe, for, you know, whatever the theme is that you've created. And so just remember, adding that layer might be just the thing that's needed in this scary time to be that pillar that like they can lean on, like you said. Yeah, it's it's so important for them. Uh, well, I can't believe it. As always, Thomas, we are <laughs> at the reflection time. So yeah. bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. You're ready. Look at that. He is ready. He knows nothing about this quote. He uh, chose the be surprised choice here. Uh, this one comes from James uh, Comer. And it is no significant learning can occur without a significant relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, now, you know, studies show that the teacher standing in front of class is about 30% of the success in education, at least. And um, how many times did you hear students complaining about their success in learning because they they couldn't connect to the teacher or they couldn't connect to the class? If I, I've seen so many students drop out because there was the class was not connecting to them. They were not connected to the group they were in or they could find a connection to the teacher. And um, I think this is so important. We spend so much time with those kids. I mean, they, they come to us, to us every week. Parents trust us to, to lead them. How could we do that without relationship? I, I think this, this is impossible. And thinking that this would work is an illusion. Yeah, you can make them do the tasks. You can make them. You can actually force them because you have the power to do so. But this is not learning. This is just alienating them from the, the things you're teaching. Well, I, so think I think that yes. that for me is it, right? You 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 cut it just right there. That there's a difference between doing and learning. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And I think it's that relationship piece that can make it learning because we're doing this together is there's there that you understand the why, right? Um and I think that's it. I think that relationships big Anybody that follows me knows that's huge for me. Like I am all about finding joy in the journey, whether it's our lives or the, our, our teaching uh, for both ourselves and our students. I think it's important and I think it's important we do that together. So hopefully, you know, we all get through this and hopefully we all learn the power of relationships. And I've seen so many wonderful stories about people, how we're still connecting. Look at you and I, like we're, <laughs> we're literally, uh, you know an ocean apart and here we are still connecting in this in this time when we're not supposed to connect with anybody <laughs> uh, yeah, i think there's no infection taking yeah i think we're fine right no, neither of us coughed either so we're fine um and uh i just think it's it's an amazing opportunity for for everyone and i think seeing it as an opportunity to learn and grow and try something new is is what we should be doing so uh 
I appreciate Thomas having you come on the show. Hopefully you'd be up for doing another one of these. This was great. Yeah, sure. Um, I hope this was not the last time. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I super loved having you on. We'll, de we'll definitely do it again. Everyone, I'd just like to say thank you for listening and following along each and every week. If you're new to Well Played and you made it this far, congratulations you finished your first podcast now go look at the other 154 of them there are some great episodes uh next week's episode i can't believe it 156 will mark three years of well played uh coming out on tuesdays every every tuesday that's amazing to me whoa i know you that's were, a lot yeah you were the last of year two look at that <laughs> Woo. <laughs> um so everybody yeah exactly so everybody thank you so much uh, i hope you have a wonderful day stay safe and enjoy uh time with your your family and try to learn something new check out wix like i said that's a fabulous one and i'll be doing some live streams of some board games that we can all play together so check those out that'll be on my youtube channel youtube.com slash mr matera that's all i got for you today Enjoy, play on.